Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Working Title with Keyshawn Rains. This is your host. Today's guest is near and dear to my heart because the way that I met her was when I was putting together my very first masterclass along the lines of an in-person masterclass in the LA area and the focus of this particular class or course really was to introduce the practices of yoga, the roots of yoga beyond the asana, beyond what we do on the mat. And when I was putting together this program, it was during a really complicated time in my life and I just put it out in the universe that I wanted to create the space to be able to introduce particularly people in the black community in Los Angeles to the plethora of yoga instructors that happen to be black men and black women that can share some of their experiences about the deeper understandings and the deeper workings of the practice of yoga. That being said, Erica Granberry is actually the first student to sign up for the program, for the course, for the class. And when she showed up, she brought this vibrant, sincere, loving energy about her. And I was just so privileged and blessed to be able to spend eight weeks with her exploring, learning, sharing, peeling away layers, and most importantly, healing. And so when it was time to look for guests, I said, you know what, I'm going to ask her and hopefully she'll say yes. And of course she did. So today's episode is a little unique in that as Erica agreed to be a guest, she also agreed to let me kind of walk through what a coaching session will feel like. I, in addition to be a pod, being a podcast host, am also a lifestyle coach and consultant. So you're going to hear a really raw and vulnerable conversation. So I invite you to explore it. If things come up for you, let me know. Feel free to subscribe. You can find me on Instagram. Tell me your comments. Let me know what you think about it. But in the meantime, just take a moment to sit back, take a long, deep cleansing breath, get comfortable and ready to listen to another conversation. How are you this I'm morning? Good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, yeah, I've just been like, I've actually put a, a sign up on my door, like, do not disturb. <laughs> 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 Recording. <laughs> You're like, don't bother me. Yeah. I'm busy. I'm busy. Well, um, did you go to that? Did you go to that event last night at Cam? That yeah, I was did. At on IG, and I was yes. Like, <laughs> I know. I didn't get to be there. All yes. the fun stuff is happening while I'm gone. There's a lot popping off right now. Um, Clearly, yeah. It's it's it, it, yeah. It's it's great, but like, I don't. I, I, you are in DC, right? I'm in, yeah, I'm in DC. Well, I'm actually, I live in Alexandria, Virginia, which is like seven miles outside of DC. So, oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, I've just, I've been told, like, I visited a few times my friends, um, who live there and like, like just the few times that I'm like surrounded by the black people there, I'm like, dang, this is, this is beautiful. This is just a different vibe and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do, do, I yeah, assume that there's beautiful yes, events all of like the this. Above. Yeah. yeah, well, the thing is, and see, this is where it gets tricky. So, yes, D.C. is definitely Chocolate City, even with gentrification. <laughs> it is still very chocolate. And I still find myself walking into spaces that I would 
not necessarily like expect not to see black people but definitely don't expect to see all black people yeah like for instance when i was in california you know i worked for apple years ago mm. and i worked at the apple store in santa monica and you know it was a very diverse store a very you know diverse staff but you know still minorities were obviously minorities and white people were white people yeah. whereas when i came out here the first time i went to an apple store was at the pentagon center and everybody who works in the store was black wow and i was like huh that's not something you see every day yeah and i've been to apple stores all over the country like in texas and here in new york never have walked into a store and seen that many so i know the apple store is just like one space but i think of like not to say that they don't love black people because i'm sure they do however very rarely (laughs) you walk into certain spaces where you're like everybody's black everywhere you every restaurant every business it's like i'm walking spaces like expecting and maybe this is just my conditioning from being from the west coast or being from california where there are certain areas that aren't necessarily like Mm -hmm. but there's definitely just a presence of diversity and a white dominant you know presence here in dc it's like the white people are all politicians and work at the white house or in the military and then black people yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's it's there's definitely like Oh, okay. And I mean, of course, you know, it's going through gentrification, just like other parts of the country. And, you know, like the yoga studio where I'm teaching is in a part of the city um, called Adams Morgan. It's like an area of DC that kind of reminds me of like Culver City-ish, you know, West LA Mm kind of vibe. Um, But at a studio, like I would say the classes that I teach on average, most of my students are white. Um, but a lot of the teachers are black, which is kind of cool. And that's not something you see a lot of. So it's, it's, it's been nice, but, uh, definitely different than, than California. Definitely different than LA. That's so interesting. Yeah. But as far as the events go, like, I don't see as many wellness focused events that Mm. I expected to see. Yeah. And then, you know, after kind of like put my ear to the ground a little bit, I realized that, California is obviously a mecca for health, wellness, fitness, holistic healing, all that stuff. You know, LA in particular is obviously a very like, you know, liberal, forward thinking, you know, kind of kind of place. Whereas on the East Coast, it's very conservative. And even in the wellness community is very conservative, hmm. which is really strange for me. So, um, so I'm not seeing as many events that I would like to see here, which of course, you know, it's like, oh, maybe there's opportunity, but, um, (laughs) it's just, it's a different, it's a different, it's a different vibe, but, um, I wanted to try something different with you today just because I already know you Yeah, and, um, so something that people have been asking me about is like the coaching stuff that I do. So oh, yeah, I'm a yoga teacher and I teach yoga and meditation and I you know started to do business consulting for small businesses and specifically in the healing businesses and also what I do is coaching. So um sometimes people have curiosities about it kind of like how they have curiosities about therapy and mm-hmm. I want to say coaching and therapy are not the same. They are definitely different. Um right my style of coaching is more you know you the the person the client the the friend who's who's 
being coached is the one who's doing all the hard work. I'm just throwing questions at you <laughs> and listening to you answer them yeah. and, so, and guiding you through your, your conversation. So I wanted to know if you're up for it, if we could do like a little pop-up coaching session on the I would, today. Oh my God, I would, I would love that. I love that because I was listening to uh, your last podcast, one of the most recent ones and or maybe it was a car session you were having, um, but you were, you were talking about how that you wanted to focus on that more. And I was like, wow, that's beautiful. Do I need a coach? Do I need like, I don't know. Anyways. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Great. Okay. Great. No, I, I, I'm excited. And that it, it is something I want to focus on more and it's, it's just, it's been on my mind and it's been like on my heart. And I was like, you know what? I want to try one on the podcast, but it's got to be with somebody that I already know and trust. And so, yeah, yay. I'm Thank honored. Yes. <laughs> yay, yay, yay. So, um, so we're going to start, of course, by um, just giving you an opportunity to introduce yourself to the listeners because somebody will hear this. And um, when you mm-hmm. introduce yourself, just share your name, where you're from and what you stand for. Mm. Okay. So, my name is Erica Granberry. I am originally from Tucson, Arizona, um, but I moved quite a bit growing up. Uh, So I was born in Tucson, moved to Maryland, um, actually Bethesda, Maryland, not far from D.C. for four years. Yeah. Um, Then moved to Michigan, Flint, Michigan for one year, and then moved to Rochester, Minnesota for four years, and then came back to Tucson um, and finished seventh grade on of my schooling. My dad was trying to figure out what area in the medical field he wanted to focus on. Mm -hmm. Um, So our family just kind of like jumped around with him. So I feel like I it, it brought me an interesting childhood of, you know, having to make new friends being in a bunch of different climates um like I went to ski camp and uh lived in the desert like all in my youth so um yeah that's where I'm from and then what I stand for this is such it's like when I originally started thinking about this such a flood of things came Mm -hmm. to my head I felt like I felt like I was doing one of those um you know those like diagrams where you like put something in the circle and you like you branch off all the things. Oh yeah, 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 like a like a like a like a mind map or something. Yes, yeah, like a mind map. And yeah. I was like, and this, yeah. and this, and this, and this. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, umbrella thoughts. Like, what? What's the overarching theme? <laughs> like, right. calm down. Um, <laughs> and which is is like a, a beautiful exercise and things that we probably think about, but when it comes to when it comes to wanting to share to share like our perspective in a succinct manner, I think we can't always do that unless we've like, you know, taken the thoughtful time to to write it out or think it out to ourselves. Right. Um so I, I know this changes for me, uh mm-hmm. probably every six months maybe, but um mm-hmm. at the moment what I stand for most would be self love and self discovery. And I think that I think that self-love has kind of become a buzzword lately. Um, mm-hmm. And I hate when that happens. Like at, at one point, uh, ambition became a buzzword when Wale came out with that song, Ambition. Everybody's like, yeah, I'm ambitious. And it almost like mm-hmm. lost its razzle dazzle. 
You're like, so, oh, never mind. Yeah. I'm not ambitious anymore. God. Like, that's so basic. Like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe that's just the way I started feeling about it. But, no, you're not <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Come up with something more. Now, and like, authentic is becoming is a buzzword. I'm just like, ah, yeah. what word do we use to like feel unique? Um, and maybe that's not the point. Maybe the point is that we're all very much the same. But um, self, yeah, self-love and self-discovery. I have definitely recognized that I've stepped into a new chapter of understanding what that means for me. Um, and that it is so, so deep. And so it, it like fits in the mind map perfectly, like in the middle, because from that stems all the things that we're told we're supposed to care about in society and then all the things that we deeply want to care about but don't know don't always know where to begin um and so like I was even listening to past episodes of yours where you you were talking to one of your guests about what does it mean to have a job or to have a nine to five Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. to break free from the societal expectation that you know you have to go to work every day um Mm -hmm. that's come up for me before but this year it's been hitting me so hard and then how that's connected to your purpose and recognizing Mm -hmm. the things that we do to avoid the thing that we say that we love the most and how just paralyzing that fear can be when most Mm -hmm. of it is in our own head um how self-love and how self-discovery influence our friendships our familiar relationships and so much our romantic relationships um Mm -hmm. a friend and I were talking about how we just read this article um about alchemy and how Mm -hmm. it relates to relationships and that the people who can transform us the most with the most impact um and Mm -hmm. maybe with the most speed I don't know if speed is really the word I want to use but like Mm -hmm. can exponentially Mm -hmm. make cause that change um, right. would be our family relationships and our and not even like using the word romantic but like our partners right yeah yeah um so that's been heavy not even heavy on my heart but like top top of mind um something that I've been exploring this year mm-hmm. and then how I talk to myself um how o- realizing a lot of old patterns that I have um it's like this it's like the year of the shadows or something I'm just like, <laughs> girl is yeah and that's not even an understatement yeah. like it's that shit is real it's, like I am a Harry Potter fan <laughs> and I think of like the Dementors yes everywhere they're everywhere creeping and out they I'm come like, through the window they like creeping under the bed they like pop up yeah. when you drive me like I don't right. I, I'm like who invited you to the Yes. <laughs> and then I get so yeah. angry and overwhelmed and frustrated and I'm like oh wait this is coming up for a reason. Oh, what am I supposed mm-hmm. to be doing right now? And then just every it feels like every week is a is a new cycle of unlearning and relearning. I just Oh my god! Yeah, uh, yeah. I it. Yeah, it's, it's. You're not alone. Okay. Yeah, I just have to. Yeah, I have to affirm you right now and let you know you are not alone. Um, I have had several conversations for the podcast in the last month, and I can definitely say that there seems to be almost a universal 
experience or universal shift that's happening for a lot of people right now. And I say those who are, who are tuned in to themselves and those who are attuned to what's going on around them, that the shadow work is real. Um, I actually had a a Reiki session, like a distance with um, someone who was featured on the podcast, Caitlin, she was a guest a couple weeks ago and um, we did a distant distance Reiki session and it was all about shadow work and recognizing that sometimes when it comes to doing shadow work or recognizing shadows. And when I say shadows, for those who are like, what the fuck is a shadow? Actual shadow on the sidewalk. (laughs) Talking about, (laughs) talking about, those parts of you because we all have the dark and the light we all have the yin and the yang we all have the the love and the shadow it it exists and it's exploring that part of yourself that you otherwise avoid you know what I mean the the darker parts of you are the parts of you that really need some work and so I think of like when I look at my shadows I recognize that sometimes they're just shrouded in shadow they're actually Mm. parts of me that really do come from a place of light and love but they've been shrouded Mm -hmm. in these like past negative experiences that when I look at them all I see is their darkness all I see is their negativity and then I avoid those parts of me but what I'm finding is that ain't no way around yeah pretty much like if my intention (laughs) is to be a whole and complete person and to be completely self-aware and to be completely in love with self and have gone through the stage of self-discovery knowing that you never get there you never like arrive and say i'm here haha i know all myself (laughs) it's like okay and now you're changing right (laughs) so that's that's just this experience and that's part of the adventure and i was um talking to a friend the other day and we were talking about alchemy and she said something that was kind of profound she said you can alchemize anything you can alchemize you know pain you can alchemize joy you can alchemize service you can make anything transformational it's really just about whatever intention that you place on it and whatever you know whatever energy that you put into it is going to determine like how it actually affects this adventure that your your spirit or that yourself is kind of having and so you touched on so many things about specifically what stood out for me was the Mm self-talk the things we say to ourselves and the way that we talk to ourselves and sometimes we put so much energy and effort to make sure that we're presenting ourselves in a way that is kind (laughs) that is friendly that is you know acceptable to the world but when it comes to ourselves we're like we come home yeah like guns real hard like no no gentleness no (laughs) tenderness no love just like girl get it together stop crying whatever it is and it's like but to the world it's like well you know so i was just thinking that um maybe we could try this a different way. <laughs> you know or you know when you have to have like a difficult conversation with someone where you're like well you know um I just want to take a moment for us to get centered here because uh, there's some things I need to discuss, yes. you know, with everybody else. But with us, it's like there, no love, just all shade, you know, sometimes. <laughs> and it's real easy that when we start doing that to ourselves, we're like, well, goodness, why am I doing all this discovery? Is it, do I really need to know myself? Is that really necessary? Because I think I could get by which is not really right it's okay Sometimes <laughs> you're like can i just go back to sleep like this is yes. <laughs> my friend and i were just talking about that we're like why did we sign up for this like <laughs> who decided Ugh. 
like I was listening to um Esther not Esther Hicks well yeah 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 and um I was you know she talks about this idea that like this was your soul's decision you know you you made a contract you made a decision that said I want to come and do this life thing and I want to experience it in this particular manifestation and this is all that comes with it so yeah sometimes it feels like damn did I sign up for this but um so I'm gonna ask you some questions Mm -hmm. and um I just want you to know that I'm excited to be able to dive into this with you. Uh, this is this is like this is my my heart work. This is what I am the most passionate about. I would say of all the things that I do, what I enjoy most is the coaching relationships and really being able to kind of co-facilitate as other people take this journey of self-discovery. Yeah. So thank you for for trusting me with this. So um no, thank you. I'm going to ask you you're you're welcome. A couple of questions about um just about your life right now. So mm-hmm. if you could give me a quick snapshot of where you are right now as far as your passion, career and relationships, pick one and give me a snapshot of what that looks like right now. Pick one and go through all three or no, no, just pick one. Oh no, you don't have to. Do <laughs> you could just pick one. You could be like, I'm passionate about this and this is why, or you could be like relationships are wonderful or they suck. And this is why, or you, whatever you want, or career is making a change. And this is, and this is why. I, I, is it okay if I go through a fee? I kind of do want to get, you me. can take all. Okay. Three. I just didn't want you to feel pressure. No, if no. You didn't want to. <laughs> okay. Um, well, right now I'm realizing that, okay, passion and career, um, mm-hmm. they, I'm realizing they need to be the same thing for me. And mm. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's fair or true to say that that is something true for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something that I've, I've known deep down, but uh, I just wasn't ready. That's fine. I just mm-hmm. wasn't ready. And now I am. So I'm, I'm literally at the doorstep like I like I, I knocked I knocked on the door and I was like I'm just gonna open it and so now I'm standing in the doorway and I'm like okay what what are we doing next that's where I am with those two mm-hmm. things um with relationships I uh, I have never been more fulfilled in love um mm. just fully affirmed in the people that are around me um, in in all aspects of mm-hmm. the way a relationship would show up, I feel like everybody is a mirror, and I'm I'm loving the reflection. <laughs> mm, I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. It feels good. If you taking a good good taking a look at um this snapshot, if you could have everything you want in your career, in your life. In the next six months, what would that look like? Ooh. And what would it feel like? Uh, um, what that would look like is, for first and foremost, freedom. Um, and that freedom would manifest as a, a personal business where I am... I am training people um, in their physical fitness. I am helping them understand how their body works in interaction with food and nutrition. I am traveling the world, doing speaking engagements and pop-up events. I am also 
engaging with my creative self, um, designing and art directing, uh, likely with health and wellness brands, because that's where my heart is. And really building a community of both my men and women of color, but my, Mm -hmm. my true passion. And I think my true connection lies in speaking with and engaging with my, my, my females, my women of color. Um, Mm -hmm. Because we don't, we're not set up to know how to love our bodies, take care of our bodies, feel good in our bodies. Um, And for me, for my personal journey, that has always shown up in the way that I move my body. So working out, Mm -hmm. yoga, meditation, um, and what I put in it. So that's something that I really passionately want to share with the world. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Lovely. And what will that feel like to have that? Oh my God, it would feel like so much expansion. It would feel like a flood of a flood of gold joy, like sunbeams Mm -hmm. (laughs) and flowers Mm -hmm. and like a summer, like a warm summer day that turns into a warm summer evening. That's what that would feel like, like endless, endless joy. And what would having that do for you? How would that change your life? Um, That would be me walking into my purpose. That would be me in, in my purpose. That would be me being able to serve in, in the best way that I know how and showing up for a community of people that that I think I can in my own unique way and that some somebody out there needs it um, the same way that yeah. I need you or anybody else that's in my life right now. So, mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. How important would you say this is to you on a scale of... <laughs> somebody asked me this question. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> but then like was like, my answer was so like, mur, mur, that I was like, dang, how... <laughs> Like, this question, I feel like, forces you to confront fear. And mm-hmm. or, at least, or at least that's what comes up for me. Because I'm like, a mm-hmm. 10. I want it. I want it so bad. Well, it's just like, well, great. So what are you doing right now? What do you, if this were a yeah. 10, and you feel like you would die yeah. <laughs> if you did not if accomplish did this, it. then what mm-hmm. are you doing right now? And I... I I think that this is part of my shadow work. I think part of my, my, my shadow work is removing the blockages that I'm having right now that are probably coming from a little mm-hmm. bit of self-doubt and fear and uh, discomfort with the unknown to get me to that mm-hmm. 10. Um, yeah. Cause if I say that I, I, part of me is like, I'm, I'm lying because if you ever want anything that bad, you do whatever you need to get it. So I'm at an eight right now. I got two notches I need at to work eight. towards. Yeah. I'm Oh, and that's real. <laughs> that's real. No, that's 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 a I like the way that you did that. That's a that's a very good for lack of a better word, that's a good way of doing just a self assessment really quickly in the moment and recognizing I know that I have blocks here, I know that I have resistance here, I know that I have work here, and because this is that important to me and because it's going to allow me to feel 
golden beams of joy coming out <laughs> and around my life. It's going to allow me to feel freedom. It's going to allow me to stand in my purpose and walk in my purpose. When you are confronted with that part of it, it's like, okay, now what do we need to do? You know, it does, it does activate something in you that says, I need to take some steps. I need to make some moves. Yeah. And so typically what comes up after that is what's stopping you from having this? Um, practically, I would say financial stability. Uh, mm-hmm. and, oh. and what else? Um, emotionally, it's just, it, uh, you know, I, I'm, I already know you do when you you know what it is that you should be doing and I don't even know if if it's should you be doing you know what it is you're being called to do and you can literally visualize yourself doing that in your mind's eye you already know you can show up and do it you already know that this is your purpose you already know that you'll be good at it you just know you feel it I feel all those things I can see myself doing it I over and over and over again I can see it and it's just like, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's like, it's the fear mm-hmm. of not being good enough and also the fear of being way better than you think you could ever be. And it's just really overwhelming. And like, I feel I'm getting teary-eyed talking about it right now because, mm-hmm. because it's frustrating that that's even a conversation we have to have with ourselves that whatever it is that we've been born into has brought this fear upon our perspective because yeah people die every day mm-hmm. i've had so many close people of, of like, co- people close to me die and it's always a jolt right it's always a reminder but why does that have mm-hmm. to be the reminder why does that have to be the thing that right. that wakes us up again um so these are all things that I've been, I started journaling this year. Um, mm-hmm. I started going to therapy this year. I mm-hmm. have made a commitment to be the most vulnerable I can and show up this year. And this is my, my, my effort, my practice to mm-hmm. dismantle whatever I know is holding me back. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it really boils down to fear, right? We're either showing up in fear or we're showing up in love. And so every time I come to those crossroads, I'm like, this feels like fear. What do I need to do to turn it into love? Um, Yeah, exactly, to to transform it, basically. And no, you you touch on something really powerful, which is when you know, and you know, like you said, and I know Mm -hmm. for myself what I'm being called to do. It's that thing that literally feels like if you don't do it, then you will have, you will have left something undone when this life is over. And I think the reason why when people die or they, you know, transition, the reason why that serves as such a reminder is because in that moment, it's like, oh shit, this does actually end at some point. Mm -hmm. And so the parts of me that have resistance, the parts of me that have fear around just starting whatever this is that's in me that I know I'm being called to do, 
if it doesn't kill me, then I need to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, sometimes I have those, and I know that's like kind of extreme, but I know I have those it's real. when like, in, when anxiety hits or I'm feeling a lot of self-doubt and I'm like, Keyshawn, but did you die though? But, but did you die? are you going to die? Are you going to die if you book a room for a speaking engagement and nobody comes? Are you going to actually die? No, you're not. Okay. So go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. You know? And so one of my, one of my coaches would always tell me like, just book the room. And what he meant by that was like, just take the step, just book the room. If you want to do a speaking engagement, book the room. If you want to teach a yoga class, find the studio, book the room, make the, make the first step. And sometimes that can be scary as shit. You know, it's a huge step, especially like you said, when you know what you've been called to do and you can visualize yourself doing it and you can feel the feelings of what it's going to feel like to actually be doing it. And you're like, Oh my God, I'm actually doing this thing. I'm doing it. Yeah. Oh my God. And then <laughs> it's kind of like when, um, like I went paddleboarding a couple years ago and uh, I was on a cruise or whatever. And we went paddleboarding and the, I was, you know, he, the instructor, yada, yada, yada. And I had a moment where I was totally balancing on the board. I was like, Oh my God, I'm doing it. I'm balancing on the board. And then I fell. And it was almost <laughs> like, <laughs> as soon as I was like realizing how good I was at this thing that I didn't think I could do immediately, the self-doubt was like, and you fell in the water. And so, that happens to us all the time. And so when we think about being in the space where we're standing in our purpose, where we're doing the work that we've been called to do, and we think about how good we can be at doing it, it's like immediately we knock ourselves off that board, you know, yeah. and that's where the self-doubt comes in. But what if you're not that good? And what if people don't like what you have to say? And what if nobody shows up? And I know from experience that you still have to book the room. You still have to take the step. And that does, that's when you go back to how will it feel once I do? How good will it feel? How good will that golden ray of sunshine feel for that to be the thing that's surrounding my life? How good is that freedom going to feel to be on the other side of that? So if all I got to do is book the room or make the call or send the email or show up for the, you know, the meeting, let me just do that. Because as much as it scares us, to not know what the result is going to be. What we do know is what's already happening in our lives right now. And we know what it's costing us not to have it. We know what it's costing us not to do it. We know what it feels like when you show up at that job that you don't necessarily feel like you're passionate about or doesn't represent what your purpose is, or maybe isn't even aligned with who you really are, what it's costing you to not be in that golden ray of sunshine, to not have that freedom. Is it worth it? You know, and you start to ask yourself, what impact is it having on me to not have that dream, to not have that life, to not walk in my purpose? And if what it's costing me is greater than the risk I'm going to take to be able to book the room, to take the first step, if the cost of that is greater, then I need to go ahead and book the room. Mm -hmm. I need to go ahead and take the first step. And sometimes getting to that space, like you said, where you're doing the shadow work and you're recognizing the parts of you the parts that bring tears to your eyes I do the same thing I you know I think of myself I have this vision of myself standing in my light and I know exactly what it looks mm -hmm. like and I'm like but then but, but then <laughs> what the butt. <laughs> like, uh, but then shut what? up <laughs> <laughs> shut up that's all I'm but it's real because it's like you know I'm I'm a cancer too and you yeah. know I'm very much I 
I'm a timekeeper and I don't necessarily want to be and I don't forget shit and I remember everything and I have crazy <laughs> visions, I have crazy dreams and I'm just like, but then once I do that, but then what will I do, you know, and once I do book the room and once I do have, you know, these sold out events and once I am traveling the world and transforming people through coaching and yoga and meditation and once I'm doing all that, then what, then what, then what? And it's like, I don't know, Keyshawn, do that first, girl, then we can come back and look at it again. Mm -hmm. Get there first. And sometimes getting to that first step is, is the most challenging thing. Time for a break, time for a breather. One thing that we often forget to do as we move throughout our lives, throughout our day, is to breathe. So I invite you right now to allow three deep, intentional breaths to enter and exit your body. And by the time you're done, we will be ready to continue. Thank you so much for listening. Um, my question for you is if you could overcome those obstacles, if you could overcome those shadows, those moments of doubt, what would that do for you? How would you feel? I would feel light and liberated. That would be, that's that's the goal, right? That is... That is something that many of us come to. And, you know, you see, you have people in your life where you come across people who who meet those blocks and they just, like, seemingly run right through them. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what did you like eat for paper. breakfast? Yeah, like, what, who is your what daddy? What kind of like, protein shake <laughs> do you have? Yes. Right? And, and actually, my dad, <laughs> my dad was one of those people. And... Yeah, what crystals do you have? Like, can you can you pass those to me? <laughs> um, so I, and I'm sure. I, I mean, when you have a parent, they're not going to share the 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 all their turmoil with you. They're not supposed to. Um, mm-hmm. But I, at least from my daughter' perspective, he was one of those people mm-hmm. who came to any roadblock. Really looked at it thought about it for a little bit and then was like okay nah <laughs> no, no <laughs> you're not gonna stop me yeah like this isn't the, this this isn't strong enough to hold me back and um my dad actually passed away seven years ago yeah seven years ago so it's like he's I'm realizing he's always with me and not realizing mm-hmm. like you know when somebody passes, they're always with you. But I'm at a point in my life where I'm calling upon him a lot. And yes. I, I'm, it's just like, wow, you – I watched you go through this. And I had, I had no idea what I was watching at the time. And now I am. Yeah. And I can, I can call upon his strength and his lessons and ask him questions. And I already know what he's going to say. He's just one of those people in my life who, who gets it. Um. Yeah. And and walked it. You know, like he walked the walk. <laughs> he didn't just talk yeah. about it. And so I feel really blessed to have had that example of somebody who was like, "You will not hold me down with your projections and 
your societal norms and your fear and all the other things we get piled on top of ourselves, this is what I want to do. And this is how I'm going to do it. And so that that's something that I often bring to mind um, when I'm having a hard time is I just like, what would my dad tell me? <laughs> yeah. Yo, no. And that's legit. And that's legit. And I think about my, like my grandmother, my grandmother passed mm. away two years ago and she was well into, you know, into her end stages of life in her nineties. And, but I think about her and some of the things that she went through and she experienced to be able to get her to 90 wow. years yeah. old you know what I mean and I'm like girl you're only 40 something you got long um and but I look at like even just remember some of the things she said like you think like you said or some of the things that she would have done and so when I call when I invite my grandmother in presently it's for grace it's for mm. so that I can use her voice to talk to myself sometimes so that when I'm being hard on myself or when I'm, you know, really pushing myself too hard, because there is such a thing, uh, you do need to take care of yourself. You do need to have those moments of pause and those moments of respite and, and rest. But there's times when I find it difficult to stop, like get off yeah. the computer, put the website down, <laughs> walk away from it. You know what I mean? That, I can I can feel her like okay Keyshawn just make yourself some tea you know and I'm like okay <laughs> okay so you know it's, it's important to know that yeah we can call them in and we can grab for them because that's what they're here for you know mm -hmm. and of you know what we're going to leave behind when we you know leave this experience and what that's going to look like and for me that's also one of my my driving forces yeah. so when you think of your why, why do you want to do this type of work? Why do you want to create these experiences for other people? Why, why is that important to you? It's important to me because I've experienced it <clears throat> firsthand uh, in my own life. And then when I decide to share it with people close to me, just how important it is. Um, <clears throat> my why, it, it just feels like who I am. It feels mm. like the, es the essence of Erica. <laughs> mm, I love it. <laughs> it does. I, I, when I talk to people, when anytime you, you listen to somebody, anybody, any human, that you're you're actually paying attention to you're looking to them looking at them in the eyes you're you're listening actively listening to their words um we can do this with close friends and obviously we care about them but like anybody you make time for up close and you see the humanness in them you see yourself in them and mm. you see the things that they might be having a hard time with the same way that we have hard hard times with things it just it it pulls at me and i and if there is a way in which i have something to share and not forcing anything on anybody right mm -hmm. we want them to mm -hmm. invite us in then i want to share that and for me this is something that i know deeply i know because i've i've been in love with health wellness nutrition i've been in love with these things since i even knew 
that they were a thing to be in love with. And when it comes to when you're in a conversation and Mm -hmm. it might be bouncing around and people have their things that set them off, right? Politics, this person gets passionate. Mm -hmm. Uh, The education system, this person gets passionate. When it comes to this area of life, Girl, I'm like, I'm what like, are you talking ooh. about? <laughs> yeah. What do you, you want? Yeah, let's sit down. Let's be comfortable. Yes. Let's, let's, let's touch each other. Let's look at each other's eyes. Ooh, exactly. Oh, yeah. Super excited. Right? And and yeah. so, like, how could somebody ignore that thing about themselves? How, yes. how could we put aside the thing that lights us up inside to the point where I would just light up with strangers, you know? And, and girl. And, <laughs> And sometimes I'm like, oh, you just told me your whole entire story. Yes. We are standing in line at Costco. But yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's like, it's it's the weird, it's the weird s- social standards that we put in, like, why is this person mm-hmm. confining in us? But why not? Right. <laughs> why not? Exactly. Especially when, like you said, if that's the thing that I've been called to do, it's like, that's I'm there you know if I'm the person that they're being directed to if I'm the person that they feel safe with and those are my intentions is to create safe spaces for people to recognize their own journey to self-discovery then why would I be surprised if strangers you know know do that so we're gonna switch gears a little bit here um there's a portion of a podcast that I like to do called complete the sentence. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to give you some beginnings and you can complete them. However you'd like, take up as much or as little space as you like when you respond. Okay. The first is, I know I've made an impact when. Yeah. I know I've made an impact when. Hmm. For me, it is when I get, um, I, I know I've made an impact when I can connect with somebody on an emotional level. Uh, I've realized that is something that I seek out very specifically in human connection. Um, I think it starts with eye contact Mm -hmm. and then I think it starts with back to vulnerability, (laughs) a willingness to be vulnerable and know that we're not perfect. Um, but in all of my close relationships, the emotional connection is really important to me. And so then when I am out in the world, engaging with other people, that's the thing that I want to open up mm-hmm. because then I feel like people are willing to listen, to share, to learn, um, to complete whatever cycle they're going through. Mm. Yeah, I can relate to that. I like sometimes when I'm out, you know, in the world and I feel like I kind of have like a kind of a block that comes up when I'm in certain spaces because I'm like I don't know if I'm ready to connect with this person but when it comes to my teaching or coaching or really in my intimate you know relationships and my friendships that sometimes I just look at someone and I you know I catch that eye gaze and I get all like emotional yeah and teary-eyed and I'm like oh my god 
and they're like, is everything all right? I'm great. I just, <laughs> I'm just enjoying this so much. Yeah. You know, so I love how you said that, like, it's something that you seek in human connection. It's, it's real, you know, to have that type of impact. And that's what I'm passionate about is having that emotional impact. And like, you know, my sisters and I tease each other, like, let's cry. Are we going to cry today? (laughs) Yeah, let's cry. We're crying every day. (laughs) We're crying every day, you know, but it's like, because there's, it's because it's that sometimes that the tears are, that that gateway of vulnerability you know for me it's it's when I and sometimes when I ask myself that question like when do I know I've made an impact and like when somebody cries I know (laughs) yes girl you know (laughs) because and it's not like I'm going in like who's gonna cry today it's more (laughs) like I'm going in like I'm showing up open and vulnerable courageous and present and I know I've made an impact when I can create that experience for someone else. Yeah. You know, that's, that's when it means something to me. Um, okay. So the next one is I want my legacy to be. Mm. I want my legacy to be rooted in healing. And I want to create a community of people that starts with me and my family because I don't, I can't quite see what the family I start will look like yet, but I know that we're going to be like trees. (laughs) We're going to be like trees rooted and, and vibrant and green and providing shade and oxygen and just beauty in all the ways that beauty comes out um and 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 my legacy will be one where community gathers community gathers to feel good to be seen to be with like-minded people and to be with people who look like us but not never never promoting exclusion, just promoting awareness and a safe space. Mm, Lovely. If I could teach the world a lesson, it would be. Hmm. Wow, that's a good question. Um, This is such a small thing. This, I'm like waiting for something to for, for like deeply profound to pop up. Um, it doesn't have to be. It's, but... it's typically whatever the first one is. It's typically the first one. What's coming You're up like, for to me? Enjoy bubblegum. Yes. <laughs> well, hey, whatever it is. Smell the flowers, girl. But but yes, smell the flowers. Um, I would if I could teach the world a lesson, it would be that it's okay to cry in public. Yes, <laughs> my favorite lesson. 
Oh, oh man. my goodness. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. That would, ooh, girl. <laughs> I can feel that. It would, it would, yes. Isn't that it's crazy? Okay. It is. It's okay to cry in public. And truthfully, if more people cried, then maybe they wouldn't be so damn angry. Right. Um, <laughs> holding yeah. on to that. Like, holding dang. on to stuff. God, it's almost like, like, I look at it like this. And, like, if you hold in, you know, the other liquid that comes <laughs> then anything else, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't it's real uncomfortable. Good. You know, your body's like, no, I need to get this out. Hello? Yes. And maybe it's not an appropriate time or maybe... It's going to make other people cry. That's what I always find really interesting is that when one person is crying, especially if it's coming from a place of like healing, crying can be very soothing. It can be very cleansing yeah. that there's like a ripple effect where it's like, oh, no, you're going to make me cry. It's like, then cry, girl. Let it out. Or, right. Or, or guy, right. you know, just who are we, are we saving it for like a crying day? Like, I know. It, like National Day of Crying, everybody's just like, oh my God. You know what I mean? But imagine like how much energetic shift would happen if there was a National Day of Crying where everybody could just let it out and know that nobody would like look at them strange or anything. So yes, that is a beautiful lesson. Thank so, you. That would be lesson. really beautiful. <laughs> it would be really great. And so I'm not going to keep you forever because I know that I could. And um, no, no, I just, yeah. I love talking to you. It's it's so much fun. So I have a couple more. You're, um, you're good, by the way. I'm, okay. I'm good. really enjoying talking to you. And oh, I set aside. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> time, good, good, good. So. I never want to be like, oh, I'll be here for morning. So no, no. Okay. So my last two are, um, I'm happiest when... Mm. I'm happiest when there are two times when I know Mm -hmm. I am very very happy Um, and they're like two sides of the same coin (laughs) so I'm happiest when I'm alone in solitude the sun is shining I can be outside or inside but I think really when I'm outside and you get that little light breeze in your hair you know mm-hmm. <laughs> just a little move the curls around just a little yes. bit mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that to me is such a beautiful reminder of life mm-hmm. and it makes me so happy I am also happiest when I am surrounded by my community yeah. And the music is playing and everybody is just dancing and laughing and coming together. Both of those things in my life recharge me. Um, they just bring me stillness and wholeness in different ways. And I know that when I keep myself in balance of those two things, solitude and community, I I'm at my best. So that's my goal constantly. Mm-hmm. It's like one of these things is falling off. Why do I feel out of balance? Mm-hmm. Which one do I need to add or take away from in order yeah. to, to get back to that, that state of balance? I showed myself love today by. Hmm. I showed myself love today by meditating when I woke up, feeding myself praying 
And then very, very, very wholeheartedly, multiple times, telling myself that I loved myself. <laughs> mm, yes. Yes, yes, <laughs> Which yes, yes. is a strangely new practice. Um, I don't think I really connected with it in the same way that I have been lately. Mm-hmm. It, like, that, like, truly looking inward. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm loving it. It's great. It's really good. It. That's beautiful. That's I, beautiful. It's you. a trip how sometimes it and what's so it's a trip to me how like earlier you mentioned something about um kind of how we are we're taught the things that we are supposed to care about or supposed to pursue or the things that are supposedly important. And sometimes those differ from what we innately care about and what we innately feel is important. And amongst the the buzzwords, you know, uh, self-love is one of them Mm -hmm. and self-talk and self-care. And I feel you that sometimes it's like, well, why is this popular now? Why is this a thing now? Does that take away from the, the value of it? But the reason I asked you know, the question of how did you show yourself love or ask people to complete that sentence is because it looks different for everyone. Mm -hmm. And the practice of literally affirming yourself by saying that you love yourself or, you know, whether it's standing in the mirror or closing your eyes, Mm -hmm. giving yourself an embrace, whatever that looks like, it's so soothing Mm -hmm. and it's so powerful because we weren't necessarily taught all of us weren't taught how to do that, you know, growing up. We learned how to say, I love you. If you have, like, I have siblings. It's like, oh, tell your sister, I love you. I love you, mm-hmm. sister. Or I let, you know, you say, you say it to other people. But to look inward and give it to yourself with just as much, like, gusto. Yeah. And just as much passion and just as much sincerity as we give it to others. It's, it's, a, it's a good one. That's a good practice. Yeah. I like that. Well, we spend so much time trying to, you know, find our other half. Where's our soulmate? Where's my this? Where's my that? And what what we're we're pouring so much energy into trying to love everything else around us, but we oftentimes don't stop and think about how much we love ourselves. And it's 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 something that's frequently come up. It's come out throughout my whole life, but I think what this spiritual journey has brought me is clarity on what that actually means. Yes. I can say it to my friends. Yes. I've talked about it before. Yes. If you know, in college, somebody asked me if I love myself, of course. Yes, of course Mm -hmm. I do. I'm not going to let people treat me any type of way. Like I walk with pride and you know, I keep the crown on my head, but it's Mm -hmm. just, it's it's like puppy love versus unconditional love. There's just layers to it. And and once you realize that and start digging deep, it 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 is transformational. It is amazing. Like I even started singing love songs to myself. <laughs> so when something comes on on like Spotify or the radio and it's, you know, about mm-hmm. I can't live without you and da 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 da, you're the one for me. I'm like, okay, flip this. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna sing this to myself. And it's just trying to reprogram you know, whatever, yeah. whatever's been going yeah. on the last, I am taking notes. however many years of my that, life. I love that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. My last question for you is, um, is there a word that when you hear it and when you say it makes you feel powerful? Um, you know what? It's funny. As you were asking this question, mm-hmm. um, 
<laughs> as you were asking this question, I was trying to anticipate what the end was. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, the, the word powerful. And then you said powerful. <laughs> it's allowed. You know, it's... <laughs> It could be a word. Oh, wait. There's, there's, oh, wait. No, there's no restriction. You're like, dang it. That was it. You took my word. No. It's no. It could be whatever you want. I've had people give, make sounds, uh, sing lyrics. Some people give several words, but you know, it's, it's whatever you want. You said something I hear or a word? Something that you hear that when you hear it and when you say it makes you feel powerful. Hmm makes me feel powerful um <laughs> quite simply I think it's it's the words I love you Ooh. I love I love telling people that I love them <laughs> yeah and conversely like I love to hear that I love to receive that too but mm -hmm. I at once once people pass a certain threshold in their relationship with me I don't know exactly what that is time maybe it's just a um uh emotional like the emotional sharing and connection mm -hmm. i will probably from there on out greet you and and say goodbye with okay i love you mm -hmm. <laughs> i just like every time i leave the house i tell my brother i love him every time i leave my friends i tell them that i love them yeah um every time i get off the phone i love you it just yeah. feels like a way of giving myself to somebody in the simplest way that I can that is still really, really deeply connected. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 can, I can stand with you in that, definitely. So the last thing I like to do on the podcast is to offer a bit of an oracle an oracle message i'm working with this oracle deck called the oracle of e and e is like everything and it is a deck of 52 cards so i just want you to pick a number between one and 52 i'm gonna go with lucky number seven lucky number seven all right so number seven the message is leaping in love mm. romeo and juliet bogey and bacall They've got nothing on you. It's romance time. Whether it's a new partner or falling more deeply in love with your own rock star self. Wow. Become besotted with your dream. Act as if it has already happened. Everything, as they say, is coming up roses, only this time without the thorns. Sounds pretty perfect. <laughs> Oracle don't lie. <laughs> Oracle don't lie. I mean, you know, all I do is read the cards. You know, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh, this was so beautiful. I'm so grateful that you trusted me to try a little something different. Um, some of the questions that I was asking you at the beginning of 
the call are literally questions that I ask people at the beginning of a conversation before we dive deep into coaching and what it ends yeah. up looking like is drawing out in full detail and full color what those dreams are, what those goals are, and then taking it steps further with actually providing people with specific steps to take, specific action steps, specific small goals, micro goals, creating some micro milestones and actually looking back three months later, six months later, or a year later and seeing how far you've come. And then of course, as the coach, I'm on the sidelines, you know, just pushing you along. And so when you have those moments of self-doubt, where you have those moments where those challenges, those obstacles, those shadows seem too great for you to take on alone, then what I get to do as that coach, as that guide is to step in and remind you of what's in your toolbox. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes we forget, you know, sometimes we get so deep in our work that we're like, wait, I need a flashlight to get out of here. Oh, I can't find the flashlight because I'm so deep in my stuff that you can reach to someone and say, oh, here you go. I got you, girl. Here's your flashlight. Now get to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, So I'm grateful that I got to kind of test that out with you on a podcast I've never done on a podcast before so thank you for being so vulnerable and so honest and so open um I've felt a beautiful connection with you from the moment that we met yes you (laughs) were one of the first people to sign up for one of my biggest projects to date which was the rooted program from last year and I was just like, I want to be her friend. Oh, Girl. she's so awesome. I just we made her. eye contact. And I was did. just like, and it was just Who like is this woman. <laughs> Sister, where did you come from? But yeah. yeah, it's it's so beautiful. And I'm just so grateful that we get to maintain this connection no matter how much time, distance, geography separates us. I always am keeping an eye on you and always, you know, wanting to check in on you. And I'm just excited for what's happening in your life. I'm excited for the personal training that you're exploring new and I'm excited for everything that you're doing I saw your little modeling pictures the other day yeah photo shoot and I was like okay girl get your whole entire life yes get it get all of it collect all of it all that love and I'm just I'm glad to be able to just be a witness to who you are and who you're becoming and I'm just grateful for that opportunity I really really appreciate you so so much Keyshawn don't even get me started You are so incredible. I'm so grateful. Like, I think I told you this when I I was in bed looking at Instagram because, you know, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it, Instagram's, like, a little rooted message popped up on my feed. And I was like, mm. what's this? And I, I swear, and all of us shared this when we were in class together that it was it was divine timing it was mm-hmm. we were all looking for something and it showed up it showed up so perfectly i i will never forget those 8 weeks mm-hmm. <laughs> um i was so sad there was a week in there that i had to miss cuz i was traveling i was so mm-hmm. sad and then when it ended i was so sad it just it became a part of my life and my routine and there was so much healing and sharing and opening up. And actually I saw Cheryl last night at um, oh, wow. Queen Fest. Yes. And she is, she's like a, a freshly, you know, um, emerged butterfly from the cocoon. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's so wonderful. Yeah. So it's just so nice. It's just so nice having 
having met you all and having known you and I'm always popping up on your social media and seeing what you're doing. And I feel like coaching just feels, it just feels so natural to you. The way that you speak comes from a deep place of knowing, um, probably channeling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, most certainly. <laughs> most certainly. I yeah. claim very little credit for that shit. I'm like, oh, yes, no. <laughs> Use me as a vessel. Yeah, I don't know where to begin. <laughs> yes, but like you embody it so well. There's no, there's no trying. You know, you just you just do it. You just are, and and because you show up that way, people are drawn and connected, and and trust is built because you feel true to yourself. And I just I knew that I didn't want to lose you in my life and so I was like whatever way this shows up I'm gonna just keep inviting it um I think in that class was the first time that I shared out loud like in a space that I wanted to be and I love it now because it was this was a year ago yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so (laughs) I was like "Ah!" um (laughs) that I shared I wanted to be personal trainer certified and now Mm -hmm. I am yeah, And then I shared that I wanted to get yoga teacher certified and that's coming. But mm-hmm. to, to say that I want to show up in the, in these ways in the world and then to speak with women who have said those things to themselves and done it, you Kayla just, and, and being able to meet women who want to reach back and bring people forward with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm just so in love with the universe for that. <laughs> hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. It's it's a good feeling. I think thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. I, I receive it. And it it definitely does feel like that golden ray of sunshine. You know, it feels like that yeah. joy. And it feels like doing what I'm being called to do. And some moments are easier than others and coming back to that why coming back to that reason coming back to the legacy what I want to be remembered for what I want to leave behind coming back to the impact that I want to make on the world coming back to that over and over and over again is really what what moves me forward and I'm just grateful to just have the ability to be able to do this work and to be able to touch people and to be able to you know open up you know, opportunities for people and, of course, to let them cry. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> my favorite. <laughs> and to have those connections. And we did a lot of that. We did a lot of that. We did a lot of it. But, um, but yeah, so, well, this has been amazing. I have so much joy right now. I can't wait to go back and listen to it all over again uh, when it's time for me to to edit it I'm just I'm again grateful for you and grateful for the time that we spent together today and I'm just sending you with with love and light and possibility and prosperity and purpose in everything that you do mm, namaste thank you namaste. all right girl love you have a I good love one. you thank you yeah, thank you so much you're I welcome. have such a big smile on my face right now this is a amazing start to my morning and you know you're in your afternoon but we share yeah, I love it. okay I'll talk to you soon okay. bye girl okay. all right peace. thank you
you have a choice of hundreds of podcasts and I appreciate you for choosing this one. Please take a moment to subscribe, share, and review this podcast. If you like what you've heard, check out my first book, Because I Said So, Simple Ways to Rewrite Your Story, available on Amazon. Stay connected on social media. Find me at Keyshawn Rains. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to something different and experience something new. Peace and blessings. Namaste.